Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the instant match reaction after Liverpool were knocked out of the Carabao Cup by Arsenal on penalties. 5-4 Willock scoring the last penalty. I'm joined as ever and only by Mr Paul Machen, which has been a thing all day. Um I'm going to start off with one of Jürgen's uh, quotes after the game. Um, and Jürgen Paul said, I wanted to win both games. We had the three points already, so now is an easy decision. I thought we did everything to be a deserved winner. We still have to accept it doesn't work out, but it was not for the performance. Would you agree with the manager on that one? I think if you find Leno in slightly less inspired form, we're talking about a good, solid, not like a world-class win. I mean, the performance on Monday was one of the best performances. It was just a brilliant performance. We absolutely dominated Arsenal all mm-hmm. over the pitch. <clears throat> this game wasn't that. We didn't have our strongest team out, and there's a lot of disjointed performances to come with that. And we'll talk about some of the some of the bits and pieces today. The rest we'll do on the final word tomorrow, of course. But um, if... Like, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Pickford doesn't save that Grealish header. No. You know what I mean? Lots and lots and lots of goalkeepers don't save that. Minamino hitting the bar when you know, and these are all. It sounds like coulda woulda shudders, but they go in sometimes. If you have, if you force that many saves out of a goalkeeper, normally it means you're doing the right things. Is my general barometer on that? So I agree. I think Liverpool largely. I think Liverpool. I don't think there's any doubt Liverpool are the better team. No, I don't think so. I think the stats back us up on that one as well. I've got them in front of me right now, and listen, we have 56 percent of the ball to 44. We had 16 shots to their six. Seven of ours were on target, so seven saves he's made basically. Leno, they had two shots on target. Now the big saves from Adrian, don't get me wrong, but there's like at least four. You've got the two Grewich ones, Jota ahead of Anna Volley. Uh, you've got Virgil Van Dijk from the corner, and then Minamino hitting the bar. They're all massive chances, and. It was a little bit. I I think it was a bit of a disjointed performance, if I'm honest. Mm. But even even I, I think there's a positive to be taken out of that yeah. because it was a disjointed performance from lads that don't really play together, and yet we still managed to carve them open time and time again yeah. and do enough to win the game. It's just that we didn't do it consistently. Liverpool did it in little peaks. I'm actually I'm, I'm going to get the sofa score thing up in a second just so I can have a little look at it just for my own sense of well-being and on, on what have you. But the game just. Was, it wasn't a very good game of football. It was quite a boring game of football at times. And again, disjointed is the way. This is, it's not fluid because you've not you had loads of play. Well, you had like Harry Wilson playing his first game in three years for the club in midfield when he's never played in midfield for us before. 
like completely new, completely alien to him. You've got Marco Grujic making his second appearance, you know, not his second appearance for the club, but his second appearance in DM, you know, as a lone DM in, in our midfield. Bear in mind, like Fabinho, it took six months for us to allow Fabinho really to play consistent football for us in our midfield. And we've just thrown Harry Wilson and Marco Grujic into a team, you know. Um, so again, these are considered, considered factors for me. They're why the game doesn't flow and isn't a nice game of football to watch, but it peaks. And it has moments where it ramps up because we've got good players on the pitch who do good things. Um, and again, that's what it boils down to for me. It doesn't matter now because we lost and we're out. So it's, who gives a fuck the game's yeah. done? But if you're looking to analyse the game, which we are, look, 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 my, my big thing coming out of this game, Paul, and, and everyone watching at home right now, is that you know people will be talking on social media, I'm damn sure, about Divock Origi and the penalty's not good enough. It's not a great penalty at all. But look, Divock is a fringe player at Liverpool Football Club. We couldn't get in the starting 11 against Lincoln. We couldn't get into the starting 11 tonight. And I don't mean to sound like I'm piling this on Mo Salah, but he's our best player. And he didn't have a good game either. Nope. And and he's had much more of a chance to impact the game than lads like Harry Wilson and Marco Grewich and... Kate Jones, I mean, he's Mo Salah and he's playing in his perfect position and he's playing against a weakened Arsenal side in the Carabao Cup and yet he did nothing throughout the game, really, did he? Yeah, and I... I... And yet we seem to... I bet you the focus is on all the players that have come in and tried dead hard. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, this, yeah. Is the, this is the one guy you can hang your hat on and say he should have been the guy today. I... Yeah, I, I don't know, and I, and I think I, 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 well, I think we'll see in the fullness of time in the coming days or whatever what whether there's a deal with, with about Liverpool and players of players' availabilities and what have you. Salah shouldn't have played that game, and I and I and I can only suspect Salah's played that game for outside factors yes. because there's no Mane and there's no Shakiri. Both of them should have been ahead of Salah for this game. Which sounds, if you take my following on this, Salah played the full game on Monday. Mane came off, and everything we understand about how we manage our front three is that the lad who comes off starts definitely starts the next game you know and 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 that's the way it works out if if there's one if there's a choice so maybe Salah was just playing within himself maybe Arsenal put a lot more effort into into shutting him down maybe the, the just the disjointed thing didn't quite work out you know again it's telling that there's a little moment where Minamino's trying to feed him and Minamino doesn't quite get the ball to him right. Jota has a very similar thing in trying to, in trying to link up but equally you could argue again these the intangibles we'll never know Jota gets more joy and gets a bit more free, and that's probably because Salah's been shut out the game. That's the the short blanket syndrome when you're trying no, to mark them. And I've got a, clo- a, a quote from Klopp here actually on Shakiri. I don't want to say something about in brackets his future, so obviously he never said that he is not injured and he didn't do anything wrong. It is the time of year where the manager gets some info and then we have to act. Now there's no context to this, Paul. I'm reading the written word, but it doesn't sound like Klopp was particularly happy there because it's like let me read that last bit again it's that time of the year where the manager gets some info and then we have to act that says to me Shakiri was in his plans he wanted Shakiri to play there's a bid come in and someone said maybe don't use him tonight and yeah. I don't know whether again no context I'd love to hear how yeah. Jürgen said that yeah. but just reading the written word there sounds like 
that's changed his plans and had an impact. Yeah, just just actually we got a super chat in from Jonathan Cook, who's right. Actually, David Origi played the ninety for at Lincoln. Um, oh, did he? Yeah, for as we care about this competition. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, there's, there's obviously uh, there's a whole host of factors. And again, I don't want to go into them now because there's been loads of mutterings and rumours. I, 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 we it, it, there's nothing concrete, and maybe, and I think we might know more in the next day or two. The Shakiri stuff is one thing that's come out already. Um, the, the 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 lack of money being there, the, the fact that Salah's been used. It's a we- it's just a weird team, and that was much more like the performance that I expected to see. And I think, look, if we'd not if we'd not played Lincoln last week, we probably would. If we played a better team than Lincoln, we might have seen a similar performance. But this is the point again. This, the, 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 we didn't take our chances. We didn't. Is it that we didn't take our chances, or was it their their keeper was brilliant? Because. It's Leonardo didn't take his chance. I yeah. can tell you that the yes. others, the keeper was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And but that's that's the thing is I think we forget sometimes that we're playing against eleven other lads who don't who's, want the ball because they're going there. No, yeah, at whose all. job it is to think they'll be coming away analysing it, going Leno was boss, not our finishing was crap. Yeah, you know we're doing that because we feel that's critical. why we pay him. He's our goalkeeper. He's supposed to be making saves like that. I just wish he'd done that in the Premier League where it really, really mattered. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, listen, the, uh, enough of the negatives. Really, we can talk. We'll have to talk about the penalties, and we will talk about the penalties, of course, Paul. But Nico Williams and Reese Williams, the, the Williams brothers, if you will, or as someone mentioned in the uh, comments tonight, uh, Big Willie and Little Willie. We're, um, <laughs> I thought they were brilliant tonight, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the two of them, I thought Nico handled it really well. I thought first five minutes, I didn't think he was going to play, have a good game, to be honest. After five minutes, you sort of, you wonder what player is going to play like, and I didn't think he was going to be great. Reese Williams looked like just calm. Reese Williams had uh, an impeccable centre-back performance tonight. Thought he was absolutely outstanding. Um, yeah, re- I, I, better than he was against Lincoln. To be, to be fair, I thought yeah. he was fine in that game. He looked even better in this one. I mean, maybe slightly aided by a little bit more of Virgil Van Dijk, you know, a little bit longer in the game. And then when Gomez comes in, actually, there's a moment where Gomez is a little lax. Uh, Virgil was a bit crap in the first half as well. To be fair, um, instead of, but he's a centre half as opposed to bringing Fabinho in. He really doesn't know the role inside now, particularly on that side. Um, yeah, I thought Reese Williams was great, very encouraging. When you consider he's, by all accounts, we're talking about him being the third best of our young upcoming mm-hmm. centre halves. He's maybe stolen a march, and maybe that's one thing we'll be looking back on in future years um, as a big moment in his career. And um, Nico Williams, I thought, was really good. You know, it goes back to what Pep Linders was saying in the pre match press conference. They want triers, they want doers, they want lads who don't play safe. Nico Williams, I did not see anything that said to me that he was he he was thinking twice about his performance in that game. He was trying things. He was trying to take men on. He was trying. He was you know he was playing passes. He was getting up and supporting the attack. He was being aggressive. He was being direct. He made a wonderful last ditch uh, defensive action to, to to stop the overlap at the to stop the overload at the back stick in one particular moment. Um, that was a really good Nico Williams performance. So yeah, they they. This is the point. When you've lost, you can focus on the negatives and they're there. It's hard because if this was Liverpool's main team, it's 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 more worthwhile focusing on the negatives because mm-hmm. you're going, well, how do you improve for the next game? This team's never going to play a game again. No. Probably. Well, not anymore now they're out. Uh, and they might have gone out in the next round anyway. Other gamer, thank you so much for the super chat. Oh, well, Arsenal got City in the next round, so they're out. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I wouldn't uh, want, honestly. Th- th- that's the thing, though, isn't it? You, you manage to draw Manchester City in the next round. It's like, it's grudge match, and are you playing your best players? And yep. they've probably got a better squad all told, maybe, that than us great. anyway. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see the, the rest of the uh, draw, as it were, Paul. But 
Look, I can see the positives in going out of this competition. And, and look, maybe people will say, look, he should want to win. I do, I do I want do. Liverpool to I win. I wanted Liverpool to win that game. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, in this season, when there's so many games, I'm just not asked. Car- can I just tell you this? Carabao Cup quarter-final, Tuesday the 22nd of December. Wow. Yeah. So Liverpool, as Just it stands, the Champions League stuff's ending. So December so far has got two champ- uh, Champions League game: Wolves, Champions League game: Fulham, Spurs, Palace, Carabao Cup quarter final. Then it's then it, that's the last game before Christmas. So then you've got Boxing Day and you've got obviously a game between New Year's and whatever. Yeah, like we've actually not got too bad a run in, in terms of op- opponents. You know, Wolves and Spurs notwithstanding, but. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When when you've played two games a week from now up until then, international breaks notwithstanding because there's another one there's another one to come after this after next week's one mm. two games a week and then you've got a Manchester City knockout knockdown drag out in game in a quarter final in well. a quarter finals of the cup in the days before Christmas like again better to be if you, if you get it and you win it and then you go and win the competition when you've won the competition you look back at these things when you're out we what else? So, yeah. look, I, look, if Liverpool are going to win a treble this year, and I want Liverpool to win a treble, Carabao Cup wasn't the third cup that I wanted Liverpool to win. It's the FA Cup. I don't you know what I mean. That's that's for me. I just yeah. don't. I don't respect this competition because I don't see sides respecting the competition often. Yeah, exactly. I said this. I mean, look, I, I don't because I think it comes across when we say when we say this and we talk like this. It comes across like I don't know. I, I think it. it, it 
I want Liverpool to win every competition. I was fucking gutted that we lost tonight because its penalties were more than capable of winning that shootout. We were more than capable of winning that game. We were the, again, we were the better side. Theirs was the busier goalkeeper of the two. Their attack offered nothing all game long. Their best chance of the whole game came from a holding header mm-hmm. from a corner mm-hmm. after Joe Gomez had just come on the pitch and, and lost a little bit of it. Um, we make force save after save from their goalkeeper. So I'm gutted that we've gone out because we should have, we deserve to go through. But it's football. Sometimes you lose games that you deserve to win because that's the beauty of football. Fucking hell! If you if we if we if we didn't win games that we didn't deserve to win, we'd have never won the fucking European Cup in 2005. This is again, it's footy. You've got to just you've got to deal with these things. But you're right. If Liverpool would, if it was a high priority. We would have prioritised this game over Sunday, and we haven't because we've taken Salah off the pitch and we've taken Jota off the pitch, and we've weakened our team with our substitutions. And that doesn't happen if it's a game that you absolutely you don't take Virgil for. Van no. Dijk, no, you don't. Mo Salah, and Diogo Jota off the pitch and if you, you are committed to winning that game. And you don't not start some of the other lads as absolutely. well. To be honest with you, um, okay. Well, a couple of other things that we need to talk about. I mean, let's talk about the penalties first and foremost. Uh, I'm going to start with the goalkeeper. Uh, I thought Adrian was really unlucky with the with the last one. He was expecting it to go a little sort of mid height, maybe something like that. And he's just tried to go down low with his left hand, I think it was, and gets a touch on it, and it goes in. Willocks obviously runs off. If it's a better penalty, I think he saves it. It sounds daft to say because it's a good penalty because he scored it, but. He, that, he, he overdives almost, you know what I mean? Like, he, uh, and given that he was beaten one uh, early on in that corner where he just not even shit happens. There should be no expected goalkeepers are not expected to save penalties. Never expect the goalkeeper to save it. Be happy when it does. It's a it's a it's a it's a false mindset to be in that you should expect anything good from goalkeepers, particularly given the change of the rules. Particularly because there's so much they've beaten them down and what they can and can't do. Adrian did his very best to you know within the limited the, the increasingly limited scope goalkeepers have to fucking play that game. Um, Adrian did really well and look. Again, on another day, fractions, margins, yeah. he keeps it out. Zedek, Chris, uh, Arsenal should have had a penalty in the yeah, last with the Milner handball. Yeah. yeah, no, that was definitely. Uh, well, before we talk about the, the penalty misses, Philip Paul Scott Schultz says, every time we take the field, it matters every single time. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I, that doesn't stop me being able to see the positives of going yeah. out of this competition uh, at the same so, time. I don't want to dig Scott out. because no, 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 Because no. Scott, Scott, Scott I get, I, you, he's right. You're right, Scott. 100% right. But there's a temptation to use this kind of, this talk, and I'm not saying you're doing this, Scott. It's like saying... I want England to be the best country in the world. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> but like, there's there's got to be there's got to be there's the stuff we're not privy to. Again, we're we're just fans. We're just and we're just talking around it. We're talking about it from our perspective and things. And everyone's the same and does it from different angles and what have you. And again, I look into the mentality. Our world class coaching staff have made decisions here for good or for ill. It's not come off. That could easily have come off. Because it's not come off, it, it becomes something that gets scrutinised. We've lost a penalty shootout. Again. 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 It's a penalty <laughs> shootout. It, it comes down to it. We've drawn a game of football against the good sides when we had a heavily rotated team, when we've made decisions, again, that were chosen, I think, to favour the game because we're playing Monday, Thursday, Sunday. There's complaints when you play midweek. Sunday that it has a detrimental impact on your football to play three games in seven days 
It's crazy, and there has to have been a concession 60s, made. I think it is. Yeah, a concession to make a concession like that means that there's some there's more to it. So you're right; it matters. And it, and I tell you why. Look, we didn't put um, we didn't put two kids at centre half no. to start the game. We didn't not play Mo Salah. No, he, look, we didn't he, not play Joe Gosh. He put a side out there that could win that game, and yeah. they were the better side, and they dominated the ball, and they had all the chances, and the goal, and he came up against a goalkeeper who wasn't getting beaten tonight, yeah. uh, and he's made a good save from penalties as well, and, and the penalties weren't really great, but it is what it is. Penalty shootouts are lottery, and you can win them and you can lose them, and that's it. Klopp put a side out where he thought was good enough to beat the side that he thought Arteta would put out. It wasn't. It drew the game. They lost on penalties. It is what it is. Now we look at the positives of it. Because I don't think, come the end of the season, when Liverpool are counting the trophies on the sideboard, and there will be trophies on the sideboard at the end of this season, Paul, this result won't matter. It feels like it does today, because we've been beaten, and it always hurts when Liverpool have been beaten. But you can, I think you can see that in this season, when there's going to be so many games, that to be honest with you, it's not a bad thing, that we're not in this competition anymore. Yeah, look, I would rather have been in... I, I wish we'd gotten past Atletico last season in the Champions League, but when you look at how the Champions League stuff's played as in its early doors for us to truly understand the impact, I don't think we're going to see the real impact of... Until maybe the quarter-final stage, actually, December. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens, but at the moment, you're already seeing it's having a detrimental impact on Man City's season because they've not had the pre-season. It's having a detrimental impact on Manchester United's season because they haven't had a pre-season. And, it's, and, and, and Wolves, you know, these teams that haven't, haven't prepared for the season properly... You will have more injuries and you will suffer more, etc., etc. So I'm gutted Liverpool didn't win the Champions League. But equally, once we found out how it was structured, I, I was it was quite obvious that it was going to benefit. It was a negative that we couldn't win a seventh European Cup, but it would benefit this season for not being in that competition. That's and and we right. can't and you know can that look now. At this in the same way, can't you? Maybe exactly. we can't know this now. And again, just you're right. Look, I, there's plenty of we'll we will do this tomorrow on the final wager. We're going to talk through all the we'll talk through all the negatives because the way I talk, we'll talk about the good performances and the bad performances because we always do every single game. Um, but what what in a short space of time, I think it's always worth looking at the positives because the lads who are there's plenty of lads who put good performances in there today and put good spells in matches in a disjointed team where it wasn't playing at the peak of its powers and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they're the things that you'll carry forward because. You can talk about Divock Origi. We've always known what you get from Divock Origi. That might well be his last game for us. It might be. It might not be. He'll but isn't it and he'll have good games yeah, in the I future. I can't wait to talk about Marco Gruwich tomorrow because mm. I thought he was brilliant today. Yeah. I thought he, it was a really mature performance. He grew into the game after a, a, probably a, a little bit of an iffy start and stuff. And these are the types of things that we get to. And it's always great to do it as well when you've had 24 hours, when you've watched the game back and you've soaked it all in. You've taken the emotion out of it. We listen to commentary because uh, that does help you when you're talking to th- uh, talking about it as well so I can't wait for the final word tomorrow and then mm-hmm. then I'll make my peace with it and that's one of the things that subscribers for the Red Men have always said to us it's a really cathartic experience doing the final word because you get it out and you let it go and then you move on to the next game and that's what Liverpool have got to do after this one and those young lads have got to do after this game the likes of Marco Gruch Reese Williams Nico Williams know that you've put in a good performance today and the managers noted that and then the next time that you're called upon you've got to be ready it won't be in the Car- uh, Car- Carabao Cup 
Oh, they said Capital and then I nearly went to Coca-Cola, I think. Uh, it won't be in the Carabao Cup, but it might be in a Premier League game. So, well done, young lads. We'll never know. And again, it's, it's why I don't put, again, Pep Blinder said it right when he was talking about the Nico winning stuff. Don't get too carried away with the wins. Don't get too downbeat with the with the, with the defeats. There's no there's no sense in it. Just enjoy what you can from everything in football and in life. Because we can't know. And is it just there's always, it always links back that who got twatted by Aston Villa in the, Carabao, in the Carabao Cup last season when we put the kids out, but then the kids go and knock Shrewsbury out in the FA Cup because they'd had a bit more experience under the belt. Curtis and Nico Williams are better footballers. We might find down the line, Reese Williams might be needed. Yes. And this is the game when he get, he might his performance might be all important in winning us a league title or getting us through an FA Cup game or in a champion you know what I mean and we can't know these things for now so again don't get too carried away with any uh, of these Devin Kazias thank you so much for the five dollars um, super chat disappointing result but there's too much malicious criticism for some of the comments Divock Regan Harry Wilson were poor but some fans need to chill with the hate I I, I thought Harry Wilson was average. I think he had a I think he had a poorer first half than second and then and then his penalty people are just going to think he was crap because he missed the penalty. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not judge him on his 90 minutes. Not played to be not played him. a competitive game of football since lockdown. Mm. Um playing out of position in a, 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 you know in a, in a in a cup game in, uh, shit happens like I, you know I, I, I fair play to him you know I, I didn't see him shake anything. No, he didn't. He, he, he tirelessly worked for the team. He got stuck into crunching tackles, which I didn't expect from him whatsoever. And look, he yes, he missed as a penalty. Shit I tell you what, I'm excited to talk about Diogo Jota tomorrow yes. though, because that was an absolute belter of a left-footed volley that uh, Leno goes and saves. But that we will save for the final word. And if you do want to watch uh, tomorrow's final word, then that is only available exclusively on the RedmenTV.com. If you sign up to be a YouTube member, uh, which loads and loads of people have, big thank you to everyone who signed up today and in the past for that. You get one final show, show final word show a week. That's Monday's final word. The midweek final word is all. Always exclusive to the redmentv.com. Uh, so please go over, sign up, support us in any way you can. Be that a comment, be that a like, um, be that just a share on your social medias. If you can buy the merch, if you like the merch, uh, we've got some Belter Cups over here, the As You Wear. I noticed Joe Rainbird, who joined us on Hot Mike today, said that he's got the As You Wear t-shirt. It's an absolute belter. Got some great stuff. You can support us in any which way you like, but we love each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for today, Paul. It's been Thank an you. absolute pleasure. Pleasure and the clusterfuck all at the same time. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah. see you all soon. Ta-ra. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.